She's Tori. And he's Nick. And this is I Want to Rewatch. An X-Files adjacent podcast. Scooby-Doo, where are you? Episode 7. Never Ape an Ape Man. In this episode, the gang gets jobs as extras on the set of Daphne's uncle's new movie, The Ape Man of Forbidden Mountain, which is based on the legend of an ape man. However, the legend soon comes true, and the ape man terrorizes the set and the gang. (gasps) Its original air date was Saturday, October 25th, 1969. I mean, if you're filming a movie about a legend, it's going to come true and harass you during the movie. Yeah, that's pretty much horror movie logic, right? Yeah. Yeah. So we get the opening sequence, and then we get the episode title card, which is the animated version. Scooby-Doo, where are you? Never Ape and Ape Man. So I think this is probably going to become our standard. I mean, I like it. I'm just a sucker for the individualized episode cards. They're cool. Like Batman yeah. Animated Series did those too. Yeah. Which I think came from the Superman Flesher cartoons. But I mean, that just basically came from like old theater cards. So it's just like some cool old timey thing that I really like. Anyway. So we open and there's this rope bridge spanning a chasm. Ooh. And then the camera holds it for a little bit, and then it pans to the right. And I think cameras always pan to the right in stuff. I don't know. Maybe it's because we read left to right, but it seems like they always pan to the right. Anyway, so I'm getting way distracted, and it's very early in the episode. So (laughs) the camera pans to the right, and we see movie lights and vans and trailers, and then the gang, and someone will learn, is Daphne's uncle, John Maxwell. He's filming a movie called The Ape Man of Forbidden Mountain. For Epicenter Film Company, and this is location number two, because there's a sign on the trailer that tells us all this information. So he's hired the gang on as extras, and they're thanking him. And he's like, no, thank you. I can't get local people to work on this film because of the legend of the ape man who burned down the real mansion years ago. Mm. And then (laughs) as he speaks, there's this big gorilla with red eyes who, like, looks at him from around the corner. And we assume no one else used the gorilla because no one says anything. But, like, there's this big gorilla with red eyes looking at him. And then also during this, Scooby is digging around in a trunk that's labeled makeup kit, but seems to be more like a prop kit. But he comes out and he's got these giant fangs, teeth, and a mustache. And then he comes over and he taps on Shaggy's shoulder. And he's still got the big fang teeth. And now he's got glasses and a little tiny purple hat. And he's like, Rawai Rook. And Shaggy starts laughing and says, I can't see any difference. And then they both laugh. <laughs> so, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So Uncle John or Mr. Maxwell, whatever you want to call him. He says they've had three reports that people have seen the real ape man. And Shaggy suddenly remembers he has a dental appointment in town. And Scooby's like, me too. (laughs) And so Daphne's like, come on, guys, stop. It's just a superstition. And Maxwell says the only ape man around here is the stuntman Carl. And a PA blows a whistle and says they're ready whenever JJ is, which is probably another name for director Uncle John Maxwell. So, yeah, he's just called a bunch of things. But at the edge of a rope bridge, there's this woman and she's dressed in a fur bikini. And so through a megaphone, Maxwell tells the woman to run out on the bridge. And she has a southern accent. She's like, right, Mr. Maxwell. And Mr. Maxwell tells the gang that she is the star Candy Mint. And Maxwell says they'll also see Carl dressed as the ape man. 
You didn't do a southern accent. I don't. I'm not good at this. Not I don't want to. Mr. Maxwell. I don't want to offend our southern <laughs> listeners with my. I mean, I can do it if I like listen to it for a long time. Like if I'm okay. listening to someone, but I, I probably can't pull it out of thin air. Okay. Sorry. It's just like, oh, like he has a southern accent. She says, right, Mr. Maxwell. No, she <laughs> says, right, Mr. Maxwell. Anyway. So, <laughs> so Maxwell says, roll them. And then Candy runs out on the rope bridge. And on the other side, we see this huge ape with red eyes. Probably the one that we saw earlier. And it growls and it roars. And Shaggy and Scooby-Doo say that it could be for real. And Maxwell is like, wow, he's even doing better than he did his rehearsals. And you kind of see where this is going, right? (laughs) So so Carl is supposed to jump up and down on the bridge and try to knock Candy off. But instead, the ape man grabs the ropes and he starts shaking the bridge up and down. And then Maxwell's like, hey, no, stop. That's not in the script. And then Candy cries for help, and Maxwell suddenly realizes that it's not Carl. And then Candy cries out again, and Scooby races out on the bridge to save her. He's all ruby ruby roo, and he runs past Candy, who's still like pale, 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 in her southern accent. And then he runs right up to the ape man, and they snarl and growl at each other. So Scooby steadies the bridge, and Candy runs back to safety. But then the ape man snaps the rope, and Scooby plummets down into the chasm. Oh no! Yeah, Scooby's so brave in this. Like, I was really impressed. Like, he goes right up to the ape man, and he's going to rescue that woman. And I was like, go, buddy, go. Like, he's... Yeah. It's really cool. It's impressive. Scooby kind of has a thing for the ladies, I think, is what's going on. Yeah, probably. But it is nice to see that, like, even though he and Shaggy tend to be kind of scared and want to run away, they do kind of step up when they need to. So it's kind of nice. So Scooby lands on this springy branch and of course like it's a cartoon so he bounces back up and he's face to face with the ape man so Scooby like punches him several times in the face and then he falls back down and then he springs back up and he rabbit kicks the man several times in the stomach which makes the ape man like double over and then of course Scooby goes back down and then he bounces up again and he knocks the still doubled over ape man into the chasm and the ape man misses the bouncy branch and Scooby bounces back up for a fourth time, and Fred manages to catch him in a butterfly net. So the ape fell down the chasm, and Scooby's safe. Yeah, and Fred's pretty strong because Scooby's yeah. large. He's so. a pretty big dog. Yeah. Yeah. So everyone was like, Yeah, Scooby, you were so brave. And then they look for Carl because obviously Carl's missing, right? And so Maxwell and the gang enter Carl's trailer and they start looking for clues. And Maxwell's worried because he didn't believe in the ape man legend. But now, well, you know. So Scooby opened the cupboard and he's like, ah, and he said he saw eight man's head. But Maxwell's like, oh, that's just part of a costume. So Scooby's like, whoo. But then there's this knocking sound that comes from this large trunk that he was hiding behind. And they're like, Scooby, open it. And he's like, mm, no way. And then Velma's like, Scooby, just open it. So he opens it and then he's like, whoa. And he slams it back down and he's like, there's a man inside. And so then <laughs> Maxwell realizes it must be Carl and he goes over and he opens it. And Carl is inside, and he's got, like, his ape-man costume on, but he's got, like, the mask off, so it's just, like, a big ape body and then a human head, and then he's holding the mask. And he says he was getting dressed when a big, hairy animal came in and threw him in the trunk. And Shaggy's like, was it the ape-man? And Carl's like, ape-man? Like, he's confused about what an ape-man is after he says a big, hairy animal threw him in the trunk. But anyway. Also, he's playing an ape-man in the movie, so... Yeah, so but he doesn't understand why an ape man would attack him, possibly because there's a legend of an ape man. But yeah, whatever, anyway. dude. Maybe Carl's not super smart. Maybe his wife would stump. I, I shouldn't. Stunt men are actually really smart because they do dangerous oh, stuff. So I shouldn't. Say. They're incredibly smart and very talented, yeah. and they but work maybe super hard. 
Carl is not. We don't know. <laughs> anyway, so Maxwell says that an ape man sabotaged their shoot and almost hurt Candy. And then Carl's like, oh, it must be that old legend. That's who must have thrown me in the trunk. So he finally gets it. That's yeah. Good. yeah, it clicks together. Yeah. So Candy comes in and she says that she's quitting until that beast is caught. And Carl agrees. He's not going to work anymore on the film until this situation is settled. So Maxwell's like, well, I'm sorry, gang. I guess I'm going to have to withdraw my job offer because if it's too dangerous to film, I'm going to have to sort this out. And Fred's like, we can help solve the mystery. And Maxwell's like, I don't know. And Daphne says they can stand guard. And Shaggy, uncharacteristically, is like, yeah, who's afraid of a big bad ape? And then Scooby's like, I am. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So Shaggy steps up, too. Yeah. yeah they so they both yeah. have some moments, which is nice to see. You know, they're not always just running yeah. away. Yeah. And then we have a commercial. And then we come back. And there's this big sign that says Mansion Set. Star Bright Films. So I guess maybe Star Bright Films is doing the mansion scenes and Epicenter Films is doing the outside scenes. I don't know. Maybe they're it's a collaboration. Anyway, so inside the mansion, Fred says that Daphne's uncle has let them stay on as long as they're careful. And then Velma says, according to the ancient legend, the ape man lives in a secret cave somewhere in the rocks. Oh, scary. Yeah. So outside, the ape man approaches the sign and Fred is saying how it's strange the ape man was smart enough to get rid of the stuntman. Like, that's pretty clever. And Daphne says there's something fishy about that because it is pretty clever. If this was just a regular ape man, why would he specifically attack the stuntman? So Shaggy says a dumb ape man is bad enough, but never mind a smart one. And Fred tells us that the mansion set is built right on top of the ruins of the real mansion. Well, I guess he's telling the gang that, but, you know, we get yeah. to overhear it. Yeah. And Shaggy's like, Zooks, and there should be some good clue hunting around then. So they begin to search around for clues. Yeah, I'm not sure what Zooks is, but okay. He's Zooks! All, Zooks, there should be some good clues. Okay. <laughs> I do like this scene because in this scene, they actually look like teenagers. Like Velma is sitting on the couch in the mansion, but like Fred is on the floor and his back is up against the couch and he's like sprawled out. Like one leg is like out and one knee is up and like his arms are resting on the cushion behind him. And then like Shaggy is lying on the floor on his stomach. He's all propped up on his elbows with his feet up in the air, you know, his knees bent. And then Daphne is kind of off to the side sitting up against this, like this, this light and she's got her knees up and her arms around them. And Scooby's just like actually sitting like a dog next to Velma. And it's like, they look like real people. Like I, can't really recall the number of times that I hung out and sat exactly like Fred is sitting. I actually still yeah. do sometimes in my own house. So, yeah. yeah. I don't sit on the floor a lot because I'm old now and getting up is harder. <laughs> yeah. The getting up is, I still do it though. I also sit like a little like preteen girl a lot. I like sit on the couch with my legs all curled up underneath. Oh, God, so. me too. I like sit in the most funky ways. And then I'm like, why yeah. is my leg numb? And it's like, it's yeah. like twisted and like yeah. sitting why am on I, it. Oh, it's like, God, why, why am I why sore? Is, why do I have cramps all the time? Why is my yeah. knee always hurting? Maybe it's because yeah. I always have my knee bent funny and I'm always pressure. You're an pressure old, old man who's sitting like a little girl. That's why. Oh, <laughs> being old is stupid. I don't like it. Yeah. <laughs> so Fred, Velma, and Daphne are walking up ahead, but Scooby finds something. There's half a hamburger on a plate on the floor in the hallway. And Shaggy says, finding clues always makes me hungry. And he like reaches for it. And both Fred and Velma are like, don't eat the clue. And Shaggy's like, clue? And even Scooby's like, yeah, it's a clue. 
And so then they like point out the claw marks. I think it's Velma who points out the claw marks on the hamburger. And she says, the ape man was eating that. And Daphne says, that's odd because apes don't eat meat, which I don't think is true. I think maybe they do. Yeah, it's not. Yeah. Anyway. The apes also don't have claws. So. Yeah, that's. This is not zoologically correct. <laughs> anyway, Fred says maybe this ape man is more than an ape. And then he tells Shaggy he can go ahead and eat the hamburger now if he wants to. Well, they looked at it. It's fine. They got all the stuff they need. So, yeah. <laughs> I mean, it was just a random hamburger sitting on the floor, which doesn't seem like something you should eat. Yeah. But then Shaggy is like, no way. I'm not eating it after the ape man was eating it. But Scooby doesn't have a problem with it. So Scooby goes ahead and eats it. And he's he's happy with it he says it's delicious yeah one fred yeah maybe an ape man is more than just an ape because it's an ape man so by definition probably more than an ape right but then also <laughs> like shaggy was totally willing to just eat some random half a hamburger off the floor but then once he finds out it was an ape man who ate it, it's like oh no i can't do that that's disgusting like, <laughs> but just a random one in the middle of a hallway yeah i'll totally eat that off the floor no problem oh my goodness <laughs> oh my goodness yep so now it's time for fred to say Gang, I think we need to split up and look for that hamburger-eating ape man. And then he also reminds him that the set was designed to make a scary movie. So, you know. And Daphne's like, be sure to watch out for trap doors. This is the same Daphne who like always falls through trap doors, telling everyone else to watch out for them. So, mm-hmm. anyway. So, then Shaggy, Scooby, and Velma are in what looks like a big ballroom, right? And, of course, it's like a spooky mansion, so it's all covered in cobwebs and everything's all ripped and torn apart, you know supposed to be spooky mm-hmm. and then suddenly there's this voice it's all like stick him up what's the password stick him up what's the password and velma at first thinks it's shaggy trying to be funny you know, maybe with his ventriloquism right because he does that but it's not shaggy and then the voice keeps saying like stick him up what's the password so shaggy and velma are like standing in the middle of the room with, like their hands up in the air but scooby is sniffing around and shaggy tries to guess the password and it's like oh the great ape is first rate doesn't work and then velma suddenly realizes what we immediately realized despite my bad impression that it sounds exactly like a parrot i can't do parrot mm-hmm. voices for some reason and then scooby pulls the cover off this bird cage and there's this funky looking bird which i guess is supposed to be a parrot it's not what you would really think of as a parrot but it's a parrot i guess and shaggy's like that's foul play and he's like ha ha get it get it get it <laughs> shaggy is a punster so. yeah yeah but then there's a roar and we see the ape man coming down the hall with outstretched arms. <gasps> so Shaggy runs and the ape man pursues roaring, but we see it's actually like a prop or something and it's on this wheeled platform. So it's not really running. It's just like wheeling towards him, hmm. but it gets Shaggy who cries for help. And then they head down a set of stairs and the prop is like bouncing along and it's on the wheels and they crash and it lands on top of Shaggy who cries out and struggles to get away and basically tears the prop to pieces as he's like trying to claw his way out. From yeah, like his leg goes through it at one point, like through the whole chest and it just like, it's totally shredded. Yeah, It's not a super well-constructed ape. No. So Velma's like, relax, it's stuffed. And Shaggy's like, yeah, I, I knew that the whole time that it was just a prop. And Scooby rolls his eyes and is like, roll rather. Yeah. Yeah, even Scooby knows your bullshit. Scooby, yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. So then the entire gang is back together and they're in the mansion library. This is a very intricate set, apparently. It's like basically like an entire mansion, except for that little first part where there was like no wall. Anyway, so Fred has found a copy of the script on a reading table and Daphne is like, oh, now you're going to tell us that you think the eight man was in here reading it. And while she says that she's like feeling around on bookcases, like, I guess like for secret passage 
things or something. Yeah. And Fred says it's open to the scene they were shooting today. And then he says, according to the script, that people mysteriously disappear from this room in the movie. And right when he says that, Daphne's like feeling around in the bookcase and she she doesn't realize it, but we see she hits this button. Mm-hmm. And then the wall behind Fred slides away and he's like, oh, and he falls backwards and disappears. And this is actually a scene from the opening credits too that we see where he's like sitting at a desk and then whoop, disappears. Mm-hmm. And like no one immediately notices that Fred has disappeared because they're all like knocking on panels and pulling on books, trying to activate a secret passage without realizing they already have. Right. And then behind the bookcases, we see that there's an eight man and he puts on a Scooby-Doo mask <laughs> over his eight-man head. And Lucky then he had that on hand. <laughs> yeah, well, you know. And then Scooby is like wrapping on the walls, the bookcase. And as he passes by what's like a mirror in the center of this bookcase, which is weird, he sees himself. Although clearly it's the eight-man because we can see like the mask edge. We can see the eight-man's chest blow and everything. And then we get all the little mirror shenanigans where like, you know, they go through poses and they put their hands up and everything matches. So, but the eight man mimics all of Scooby's movements. Interestingly though, the eight man does actually have claws, but only in this scene where he's mimicking Scooby. Every other scene, he has like normal gorilla eight man hands, but in this scene, he actually does have like big, huge claws when he's putting his <laughs> hands up to match Scooby. So maybe Velma was right. I don't know. Yeah. Maybe he has special gloves for that part of the costume that have claws for some scene in the movie. Maybe. Yeah. He's got special eight-man retractable claws like a cat or something. An eight-man wolverine. So suddenly Shaggy and Daphne realize Fred is gone. And Scooby gets their attention and he tells them the mirror is weird. And he walks past it and the disguised eight-man perfectly mimics him. And Scooby tells them that there's something funny going on. And then he jumps in front of the mirror and there's no reflection. But then suddenly the eight-man appears and he roars at them. And he comes through the mirror opening and he's after them. And so they run to the door, but it's locked and they're trapped. So Shaggy tells Scooby to do something. And Velma tells him to talk to the eight man dog to beast. Which, I don't know why she thinks that would work. So Scooby, <laughs> so Scooby barks and the eight man roars. And Scooby barks and the eight man roars. So they just kind of go back and forth. And suddenly the eight man starts backing up. So Scooby continues barking and kind of like forcing the eight man back and they go up a flight of stairs and Shaggy says it's dark up there and eight man will be able to escape. So he tells Daphne to turn on some lights and Daphne is in front of this panel full of buttons and is like, Oh no, which one? And so she presses (laughs) a button and the stairs flatten into a ramp and Shaggy tells her it's the wrong one as Scooby slides down the ramp and across the floor and Shaggy asked him why he didn't put on the brakes. And Scooby's like, I like the slide. So, you know, likes the slide. Yeah, even if you like the slide, what can you do? Yeah. He's like, I like the ride. So, <laughs> yep. And then we have a commercial. And then when we come back, Daphne has managed to fix the stairs i'm guessing maybe she just pushed the same button again and they went back to normal stairs i don't know but she's like what do all these other buttons do and <laughs> velma's like well with your luck the next one you press is probably going to bring the ceiling down on us but whatever go ahead and so daphne presses one and like the entire stair section just lifts up and fred is like hi gang <laughs> under the stairs. <laughs> <laughs> it's so great because he's just like right there and you're like what the heck anyway yeah. And they tell him the eight man almost got them. 
But Scooby scared him away. And Fred is like, I found the perfect trap for the ape man. So they all follow him under the stairs. And then as they go in, like the stairs, like come down behind them, which I don't know if it's like timed or if like, I don't know. Cause like no one's there to push the button to close them. So something's going on. But anyway, so Fred tells them that the room they're in is the basement where the last scene of the film is to be shot. And there's like cables and like film equipment everywhere and stuff like that. And there's this giant net on the ceiling that is used to capture the ape man in the movie. So they can use it to capture the real ape man. And they're like, are you sure it's going to work? Cause you know, their traps have a tendency to not necessarily work. Right. Yeah. And Fred's like, no, I tested it and it works. The net is held up by ropes that run through some pulleys to a reel which is run by a series of three levers on the wall. And then there's an X on the floor right under the net. Um, I'm not like the reel has a handle. So I'm not sure why it needs to be fixed by like by three levers and like why three levers. But anyway, we'll get to that. And then the X is where the eight man is supposed to stand. And so Fred is like, when the eight man stands on the X, Daphne and I will shine a spotlight on him and it'll blind him and it'll keep him there while Velma pulls the lever to drop the net. Yes, that sounds like a solid plan. Yeah, sure. I mean, it's yeah, not worse than most of their plans. No. And Shaggy's like, well, how are we going to get the eight men down to the basement? And Fred and Daphne and Velma are like looking and they're like, hmm, just like <laughs> staring at them. And he's like, hmm, don't look at me. And Scooby's like, hmm, don't look at me. And then Velma whips out a bunch of Scooby snacks, which this time actually look more like actual cookies. They're not round like they usually are. They're like, like flat like cookies. And she's doing like poker dealer thing with them. She's like flipping them back and forth between her hands. Mm-hmm. And then he's like, nope, not going to do it. And she's like, well, you'll get an extra one after the trap as well, if you agree. And he's like, okay. So apparently all those plus an extra one was enough to tip Scooby over the edge. Oh, does he get all of them? I thought he only got one and then he got one. No, after. I think he gets all of them and then he gets an extra one after that. Ooh, that's a sweet deal. Yeah. Yeah. Cause she had like at least like four or five. So, yeah. Yeah, because she's like shuffling like a card deck. So, yeah. Yeah, she's like, oh, yeah, flipping them back and forth between her hands. Yeah. But Shaggy is like, Scooby Snacks aren't going to work on me this time. So, Dad, this, I'm sorry. This scene is so. All right, I will get through this. <clears throat> So Daphne pulls out this pie looking thing and she peels back the top crust and she's like, will a shaggy snack work? And Shaggy's like, a shaggy snack? He's intrigued. And Daphne's like, it's a little something I whipped up. It's a pot pie with pizza crust, anchovies, pepperoni, and cherries in a thick chocolate sauce. Mm. And Shaggy (laughs) is like, that is the best thing I've ever heard. I want it in my face. And so Shaggy's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And Scooby's like licking his lips too. So he agrees. He agrees to do it for that. I don't like, it sounded good until you get to like the cherries and chocolate. And then I'm like, why, <laughs> why are you mixing that stuff together? Like, I'm not a huge, well, we know he fan. likes like chocolate covered hot dogs and like, yeah, it's hamburgers. Such, and- such a weird combination. And maybe it's meant to be like a stoner joke or something, but it's just so funny that like, yeah. <laughs> Also, like, she just whips it out like she's been carrying it all the time. <laughs> this giant pie that she baked that just in case she needs to bribe Shaggy to do something. Yeah. And I did kind of expect, because Scooby's, like, losing his mind, too, like, when she whips it out. And I almost kind of like, Scooby's like, oh, man, I don't want no stupid Scooby snacks. I want one of those, too. But <laughs> they don't do that. He's just like, yeah, cool. We're both going to do this. Yeah, sounds delicious. Yep. So Shaggy and Scooby are walking around, and they're trying to find the ape man, and they hear a noise. And so they go into this room and there's a pool table in the room and there's several animal trophy heads on the wall. There's a deer and a rhino 
and a lion. And the scooby's like, an apron. And Shaggy's like, that's not an ape man. It's just a trophy. Oh, and hey, you know what? While we're here, let's play some pool. So they start playing pool. And as they're playing pool, the ape man trophy, obviously like, whoop, <laughs> like goes into the wall, right? Because it's not an ape man trophy. It's the ape man. Yeah. And so they're playing and Scooby kind of looks back and he starts counting the trophies. He's like, run, roo, roo. And like the fourth one is missing, right? So he's like, run, roo, roo. And so he's trying to get Shaggy's attention and he's keep counting the trophies. But Shaggy's like, hang on, hang on. He's trying to line up his shot. And then he pulls back with the cue stick and he's like, oh, he hit something. He's like, oh, sorry, Scooby. But then he looks up and he sees that Scooby is sitting there and like counting the trophies. Run. <laughs> and he's like, uh-oh. And then the ape man roars and he like rubs his stomach because he's got poked by the pool cue. And then obviously, you know, ah! so they run around the pool table several times and are being chased by the ape man. Yeah. So in the basement, Fred tells Velma they're coming and Daphne stands ready at the spotlight. And Shaggy and Scooby run in, and there's a crash, and Shaggy's lying on the ground behind some crates, and Scooby runs over to Velma and jumps on her, and it steams up her glasses. Oh, no. And the ape man runs in, and Shaggy tells Velma to pull the switch, but of course, like, her glasses are all fogged up, and as you know, if you've been wearing a mask and glasses for the last two years, you can't see when your your glasses are all fogged up. Trying to grocery shop is fun. And anyway, she can't tell which switch is the right one. So she pulls the wrong one, which turns off all the lights. So Fred's like, pull the other one. And she manages to get the correct one. And then the lights come back on. And something is struggling under the net. But it's actually shaggy. Yeah. And like the net is like pulled up on a rope. It's actually a tarp. I don't know why they're calling it a net. It must be another yeah. one of like animation versus script thing but it's really a tarp mm-hmm. so but yeah but it's shaggy inside and he's like yeah you got him it's king kong ha, ha, ha. so yeah. <laughs> and then we have another commercial the final commercial of the show so we're getting close we're getting close so the gang shaggy gets out obviously and they're like well the eight man still must be here in the basement somewhere because we didn't see him leave so scooby sees this tuft of hair that's sticking out of the bottom of this huge wine cast that's in the basement and Daphne says, well, the ape man must have run past here, but that doesn't really help. Like, where is he, right? He just ran past it. We don't know where he's at. And Velma's like, well, maybe it's not a wine cask. And Shaggy's like, well, if it's not a wine cask, what is it then? And then she pulls the spigot handle, and the entire front of the cask opens like a bank vault. And she's like, oh, offhand, I'd call it a door. <laughs> and behind it is this tunnel that leads back into the mountain. And Fred's like, that's how he escaped, but he won't get away this time. So... Yeah. Mm. So as they walk through the tunnel, Fred says he bet the movie company didn't build these tunnels. And Daphne says it's more like a secret cave, kind of like the one the ape man is supposed to live in. <gasps> and Velma's like, if you believe the legend, because Velma's not convinced. And Shaggy believes it, of course. Mm-hmm. So Fred pushes open another secret door that leads out of the mountain and directly to the dressing room trailers for the movie crew. So Fred says they need to search all the trailers because (laughs) Nick's note is like, because we know Fred has interesting thoughts on privacy and consent, but also because (laughs) we want to find clues. And I guess, yeah, yeah. Fred is like, yeah, we just rummage through people's stuff. It's cool. Not a problem. Not an issue. Hey, if you're trying to solve a mystery, anything goes. Okay. (laughs) But that's why cops don't need warrants. (laughs) That's exactly why cops don't need warrants. They're trying to solve mysteries. Oh, man. No, cops totally. Good job, Tori. Good job. Honestly, we just don't need cops, but I'm not going to get into that. Anyway, uh, (laughs) 
So they split up. And Scooby and Shaggy find a prop trailer full of masks and wigs and costumes. And they kind of fool around for a while. And Scooby wears an eight mask. And Shaggy finds one of those like Jiffy cameras that develops a shot in less than a minute. So it's kind of like a neo-Polaroid before Polaroids. Yeah, existed. I mean, this is 1969. So yeah, so a lot of cool technology is like stuff that were like, uh, duh. But yeah. Yeah. And so he takes some pictures of Scooby, like with the mask and then holding the mask and smiling. And then he sees an ape man in the mirror, but he's not wearing his mask. (gasps) So, I mean, you can basically tell exactly who it is when you see his head turned away because it's a bald dude who looks suspiciously like the stuntman Carl. Like, it's pretty obvious. Yeah, we're not really spoiling anything here because we do see it. Yeah, it's not like they don't show it. No, they show it and you can tell pretty much immediately because it's the same bald head. But Shaggy snaps a photo right as the person in the eight-man costume looks around. So, like, we see the camera blocking it, but it does, like, he turns Mm -hmm. around and he gets a picture of his face. And then he and Scooby run and they're pursued by the eight-man who apparently has pulled his mask on now. Yeah, because Shaggy's like, Hey, he like shouts before he takes the picture. So like, like, I guess that's what makes him turn around. I'm not sure. But yeah. Yeah. So they meet up with Fred, Daphne and Velma and they all run into the mansion to trap the eight man because obviously they weren't in the mansion. Right. So they go back into the mansion and Fred ducks behind this doorway and he's like, hey, you guys all run up the stairs. And so the eight man chases him up the stairs and Fred apparently knows what buttons do what because he pushes the button that turns the stairs into a ramp. And the eight man slides down the stairs and he slides across the hallway into this room. And then we hear an actual man cry out like, help. And then we hear this huge crash. And then inside we see the eight man is like, he's all like covered in broken furniture and debris. And he's like, he's not going anywhere. And then Shaggy pulls out the photo from the camera and it reveals the eight man. And surprise, surprise. It's a photo of Carl the <laughs> stuntman looking like what? Like, you know, cause Shaggy caught him by surprise and he's looking right at the camera. So got him. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> So then I guess a little bit later, Mr. Maxwell says that Carl decided to sabotage the picture because he wouldn't let Carl play the lead. What a pity. And Fred says, oh, he was clever locking himself in that trunk and telling that story about the animal person putting him in the trunk. And Maxwell thanks the gang, but Velma says all the credit should go to Shaggy. And then they wonder where he is and we hear a rawr. And we see two chairs that are kind of like facing the other direction. And we see an eight man head sticking up from one and a Scooby head sticking up from the other. And Fred says, it looks like Shaggy wants to try out for the eight man role in the movie. But then Scooby's head comes out from behind the chair and pulls off the mask. So we see that it was actually Scooby wearing the eight man mask. What? Daphne's confused because Scooby's clearly sitting in the other chair But then Scooby turns around and it turns out to be Shaggy wearing the Scooby mask that the ape man was wearing in the library. Oh, those tricksters. Yeah. So Maxwell's like, that's real talent. (laughs) Don't know why wearing plastic masks is real talent. I'm not sure that Daphne's uncle is really like a high end director. (laughs) I'm just guessing. Yeah. And Shaggy tells Scooby that they should be in the movies. And Scooby agrees and is like, Ruby, 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 and licks Shaggy. So, yeah, I guess now they have yeah. some movie star ambitions. Yeah. And then <laughs> the end credit sequence, because it's over. So, yep. I would kind of think that Carl was a leading man. He's playing the eight man, but I guess because he's in costume. So, yeah. 
I mean, I there's, only, there's only four crew members of this whole movie, not counting the gang. There's like Maxwell and Candy Mint and Carl the Stuntman and then the unnamed PA who like just whistles at once. So, yeah, I was going to say, like, it's pretty obvious that Carl is the eight man anyway, because we only meet two people. So either it's Daphne's uncle <laughs> or it's Carl. Like, well, it could be that weird thing where, like, it's really someone that we've never met before. They're like, who is this? And then it turns out it's like, oh, that was the lead guy who you guys never saw before. Who got fired or whatever. Yeah. 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 They could have done that. So Carl's motivation is weird, though. You're being paid to do this movie as the eight man so then i you guess like, he just wanted his handsome mug to be on film and not covered in the eight mask i time. guess so yeah i mean i don't know why I'm, i don't know about how many scenes the eight man and the lead that we never see has together but i mean he could maybe done, done both i don't know anyway maybe he's just good at growling we don't know so my only real question is like how did carl get from the bottom of the chasm to his trailer into the trunk so quickly that's the only part that like I realize this is a cartoon, but I guess the only part that really doesn't make sense to me is like, because he right. falls in the chasm and they go look for him and he's like in the trunk. It's like, one, he like fell into a chasm. Like, how did he not die? But also, like, and how do you get into his uh, trailer so fast? So, yeah, he must have had a shortcut back to the trailers from the bottom of the chasm. Yeah. This is probably the, honestly, this is probably the worst episode so far that we've watched. I'm not really a fan of it. So, yeah. It feels, it feels, it doesn't feel like the other episodes. It feels more like a 70s episode where like when they started doing like all the Scooby-Doo movies and all that kind of like where they were just like cranking them out and like, you know, it just it doesn't feel right. Also, I I thought this was the first one where we don't get like a little spooky tease at the beginning. But then I realized that episode five decoy for a dog napper also doesn't do that. Could we just see Scooby like walking through the down the yeah. sidewalk with the leaves and stuff? But this one, we don't get a spooky one. So either. But yeah, it just didn't feel it didn't feel like the rest of the episodes for some reason. I'm not sure. Yeah, that's funny because that's kind of how I feel about the next one that we're gonna talk about. Really? Yeah. Oh. So just jumping ahead. Okay. Yeah, but so. no, but I see what you're saying. Like it's not the most it's kind of a weird premise too. It's like, yeah, we're doing this movie with my uncle and yeah. someone it's is- also not, I mean, it's not maybe because it's not like I mean it's supposed to be like the legend of the eight man, it's like a Bigfoot kind of thing, but it's also just not as spooky as like ghosts or something. Yeah. Well, and it just feels like it's gotta be a guy in a costume the whole time. Like it usually is, but like this one, it just really feels like what else could it be but some dude in a costume? Yeah. And Carl's not super convincing, which is maybe why he's not playing the lead, right? Because he's not a super good actor. Like (laughs) some big hairy animal threw me in this trunk, and then he's like ape man what's that like dude you're playing an ape man in a movie and a hairy creature threw you in the trunk it might have been the ape man right well you know when people lie about their alibis and stuff they do come up with some ridiculous stories so there you go yeah he's not it's not super convincing so it's really not yeah anyway i guess join us next time so we can see which episode tori is not (laughs) a fan of and uh Again, thanks for supporting us on Patreon. Yes, we appreciate it so much. And we hope you're enjoying these little peeks back. It's the original Scooby-Doo run. And yeah. yeah. All righty. All right. We'll see you guys next time. I Want to Rewatch is hosted by Tori and Nick and recorded at Black Cat Studios. Episode production design and editing is by Lazy End Productions. Our music is Dark Science by David Hillowitz. And The Truth is What We Make of It by The Agrarians. 
Our premium feed is where you can find all of our X-Files adjacent bonus episodes covering television and films that are, you guessed it, X-Files adjacent. If you like these bonus episodes, tell a friend about our Patreon page. We'd love to have them join us. Speaking of which, be sure to join us next time as we rewatch episode eight of Scooby-Doo, Where Are You? Foul Play in Funland. And try to figure out if the truth truth is still still out there. there. think i actually changed that one at all from the wikipedia so it's probably kind of weird oh that's okay i just that was a little bit of too much like on the set of daphne uncle john's new movie you know just a little too much <laughs> <That's fine>. uh, <clears throat> <laughs> hi honey yeah what's up sweetheart Hi, baby. What's going on, but? Oh, God. What? What's happening? What's happening, buddy? What's happening, buddy? Come here. What's happening, hon? Uh, I better get him a snack. I lock. So, like, when he was sick and not eating, like, last year, like, in 2020... Whenever he wanted food, I would just give him food because he was like literally wasting away. And like, so like if he Mm -hmm. couldn't, he wasn't eating. And so like, I was like, all right, I'll give you food. And so like now he just randomly decides like, okay, I need some food. And like at the most random fucking times, it's never the same time of day. I know. Let me get him a snack. You want a salmon (laughs) treat? You want a salmon treat? Come here. Let me get you a salmon treat. Okay. I'll get you a salmon treat. 